This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's day two at Full Strength on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, hello. Both of us are in the saddle. Holly Roberts for is now. is out. Yes, for the moment. Holly Roberts is out. Grant is here filling in. Thank you, Grant. Hi, Grant. Thanks, guys. And uh, Bradley, one of the things we didn't <laughs> talk about since you returned is um, Benefer. Yeah, it's the publationship of the summer, or as P- we like to call them, P.O.S. Because mm-hmm. they're our favorite P.O.S. Um, can we start with something that I saw yesterday yeah. in the tablards, which really got me thinking about these two? So, publationship is a relationship for the purposes of publicity. And Benefer obviously is. Ben Affleck and Jennifer yes. Lopez, the original Benefer. The OG, right? One of uh, one of our favorite uh, Publationship Hall of Famers. Yes. They broke up the first time because the media just got too close. Mm, oh, their, yeah. their love was not strong enough to counteract people taking photos of them. Okay, anyway, um, back to reality over here. Well, mm-hmm. now they're back together. Yep. And letting and, people take photos of them. And letting people take photos of them, but not just them, their kids. And that's specifically what I want to talk about right now before uh-huh. I clear my throat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank I you. I tried to cover that. I need a longer arm to get to that button. Oh, we'll we see what we can do. That? Yeah, I'll let me run Hi, that you, one up. The can you talk to the uh, facilities yeah. department? Can we anyway. Bradley a gadget arm? <laughs> I need a longer. <laughs> anyway, uh, these guys are hanging out with their kids, which got me thinking about a very important subject we haven't discussed. Yeah. They're using their children as props in the media. Now, these are not the first celebrities to use their children as media props. No. And you may say, oh, shock, horror, kills. What? You can't say that. They're using their children. They just, they love their children and their children are there with them. And so they're all out in the public together. Well, I would like to just say thank you for your optimism and your starry eyes. But let's be real. Um, When Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez show up with their kids, um, his kids and her, one of her children, I think, in this particular case. I think, well, I could be wrong. I think it's one of his kids and both of her kids. Two of his kids and oh, one of hers. Oh, okay. Samuel so and Serafina. Outing. Samuel and Serafina, and then uh, JLo's uh, 13 year old uh, daughter, M, or Emmy. Emmy. And um, they were casually dressed in dark green pants and a black T-shirt with the phrase that says, don't poke the bear. Anyway, the kids are out. Now, the one thing I will say is you notice that all the the children's faces are blurred. Yeah. And specifically, I think that deals with um, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner's wish with their children, because we've seen Jennifer Lopez children before Mm -hmm. without blurs. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's the thing. But 
yes, on some level, they're parents. They've got kids. It should not be surprising that they're doing stuff. But this is a publationship. This means they understand that every time they go outside as a unit, that that is going to draw publicity. Right. Right? Right. And so there's value in it. So then you got to ask yourself, well, what is the value for them and what message are they trying to send? Right. That's We can talk about that. But on some level, the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this photo of them out with the cans is I don't think they're dumb. I think they're very smart and calculating celebrities. Pretty savvy. Which is why they're in the positions they are. Right. And I don't think they're just like, oh, hey, kids, let's just go to the movie. And, uh, or actually, in this case, they were going to... Um, it looks like a movie. I don't know. They were getting snacks. It just says that they were at Universal City Walk. I don't know if that is a, mo- a mall. No, situation. that's, I think, the Universal Studios. It's an area of that theme park. So they were munching snacks, enjoying the sights. Okay. So I don't think they're dumb. I think they're very, very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. So my point then is, or the thing that I'm thinking about is, they've likely had a conversation with these children right. about what's going on and their role in it because otherwise you'd have to believe these children have had whiplash right like they you know her daughter in this case um but her kids were friends with um alex rodriguez's children um previously and you know they were all part of the family and publicly they stated that one of the reasons they didn't separate so quickly that is alex rodriguez and jennifer lopez was because of the children right so that would imply that those children have a relationship and are invested in that relationship right well if that's the case presto changeo a few months go by suddenly you know they're besties with ben affleck's children and i don't know if they knew them before whatever it doesn't matter but they're going out and they're being seen and photographed in public that has to engender a conversation i would imagine and that conversation i am i want to know because i want to understand how that all goes down like how explicit are they with the kids like mommy and and uh, ben are doing a thing right now well, you know, and I, and on on the part of Ben's kids, right? The most recent time we saw them out and about or in public was when they were joking around with the cardboard cutout of Ana de Armas, yeah. his former publicationship. So, so similarly, there had to have been a conversation with them where it's like, yeah, Ana had to go do a job, and so now Daddy's going to date his ex-girlfriend again and we're going to need you guys to make it look real. You yeah. know, it's very I and if you it, wonder if you, how much information they're being given. And some people would be like, "Well, that you would never have that. That's a weird conversation." Okay, sure, but like you're like no offense to your listener, you're not a celebrity. So right. like I I think that it wouldn't be surprising if some form of that conversation had been had, but I also think that that is really weird. And but I think being a celebrity requires being really weird. Like you have to do things most people don't have to do. Right. So I can understand that. Um, I just wonder to what extent, as you alluded to, uh, they've had that conversation with them, because I feel like you don't just blindly, you know, say, I mean, I guess they could. That's possible. It's an option. But that just seems really irresponsible for two people who seem to micromanage every other aspect of their 
public facing right. career. Right. So I don't know. Well, you know what's interesting about that, Bradley? And I wish I, I too wish I could be a fly on the wall for that conversation because while you were gone, and it's interesting that Universal Studios plays into this, uh, these recent pictures that you brought. They were wandering around Universal Studios last week. Uh, that time, both Emmy and Max, Jennifer Lopez's kids, were with them, and only one of Ben Affleck's kids, Samuel, was with the crew. Uh, and they were wandering around Universal Studios, and of course the paparazzi was there to grab pictures of them. And I, and their faces were not blurred hmm. during that outing, which I thought was interesting. And I did even bring that up because I thought, how did he negotiate having one of his kids out and about? Because Jennifer Garner is very strict about making sure the kids aren't yep. out front. But these two are giving us whiplash, meaning uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, because they're giving us, they're serving up some of these family style pictures, but then they're also doing these, they're really settling into these romantic pop walks, paparazzi strolls. Oftentimes they're wearing matching outfits. They're always very handsy. Mm -hmm. So they're doing this like dual branding thing where it's like they're hot and heavy and having sexy time, but also they're melding their families to show you how together they really are, yep. which is all part of the publicationship, right? I mean, yeah. this is all part of, lest you think that these pictures are being taken of them completely unaware, they're aware. Oh, no. I mean, this is so calculated, which is why it begs, I mean, which is why you have to believe they've had some conversation with these children about boundaries, rules. I mean, no doubt they have to have all sorts of conversations with the kids about, like, you know, where you can go and where you can't go mm-hmm. and who you can talk to and who you can't talk to because, you know, there are people that are willing to take advantage of them, I'm sure, at every turn. And what you can say and what you can't say. And that's the other thing. I mean, listen, you know, when you have kids and you're giving them a message, you're aware that other people might ask questions. So you're going to tell them things that are appropriate and okay to tell other people yeah. because you can't expect them to discern you know, so it's not like they probably sat them down and they were like, listen, mommy and and Ben are in a publationship, yeah. right? <laughs> so, like, how do they sell it even to their kids? They got to figure, I don't know. That's a great question. Well, I wanted to also share with you um, a People exclusive oh. with a headline. Which means that it's not actually exclusive. No, it's actually literally from the mouth of Jennifer Lopez. Actually, it's a story about something she said on uh, an Apple Music um, podcast. The headline goes like this. Jennifer Lopez says, quote, stuff started, quote, falling into place once she realized she was, quote, good on her own. Do you want to take issue with any of that, Bradley? I, well, it's all it's all a foreign language that I don't understand because that or let me be more clear. That's a bunch of lies. Right. Because it doesn't make any sense. What? She hasn't been alone ever. Ever. I mean, pu- publicly anyway, which you have to imagine, again, if you take the tabloids at their word, like there were a couple months where she was alone after she broke up with A-Rod, but it wasn't very long before Ben Affleck showed up. And that also means we're supposed to assume that the the tabloid timeline is correct, when very likely these two were communicating you know, long before probably they even broke up or she broke up with A-Rod, which means she probably really hasn't been alone. Right. And also, like, how stupid do you think we are in the year 2021? 
Right. Like we understand that like we're not just going to take things at face value and some people will. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I bet it's, you know, she finally just was feeling herself. And she was like, A-Rod, you're really not adding to this, you know, uh, formula that I need for, you know, happiness. So bye. See, this is the thing is that if you're not paying attention, the celebrities can bend the story in a way that fits the narrative that they want you to to hear. Yeah. But that's why we're here on the Colleen and Bradley show, because we are going to expose the lies. Lies. Think about it. Jennifer Lopez has never been on her own. So she wants you to think of her as a strong, independent woman. And I'm not saying she's not. Yeah. I want to be clear about that. You can be a strong, independent woman and be in a relationship. But what she wants you to hear is that, you know, when she was solo in her life, that's when she really realized everything was going to be okay. Yeah. And those of us who have calendars remind mm. ourselves that she's not ever been alone. Yeah, exactly. So just be aware. Be aware of the We narrative. are on to you, J-Lo and Ben Affleck. When we come and back, all, you. all the rest of you, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought with her all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, you guys. Twelve twenty, and here we are again. Yes, Look at that. Queen. Jason Sudeikis has some interesting things to say about his split from Olivia Wilde. I did really like his perspective on the evolution of how you look at a breakup in your life, okay? So tell me what you think about this. Here's what he said. He uh, talked to GQ for a cover story uh, that was just published today, and he and Olivia Wilde were engaged for seven years. They went their separate ways in November, and they don't share a home anymore. And here's what he said. He said, I'll have a better understanding of why in a year. Oh. And an even better one in two, and an even better one in five. He said, it'll go from being, you know, a book of my life to becoming a chapter to a paragraph to a line to a word to a doodle. I mean, it's like so true. It's so true. And, and also like so beautifully said. I really liked that. I actually Very thought, healthy. you know, when people yeah. talk about, I don't know, you can kind of think back to like, you know, if like someone in high school has lost their first love, right? I've kind of thought about this like with my own kids, you know, like mm-hmm. when they're when they're like in love with someone in high school, I can obviously look back at high school and go, high school is such a tiny part of your life. Like it's just not going to matter forever. Yeah. But that doesn't really help someone in the moment. No. Right. Because no, the pain is real. Telling, their pain. Yeah. Yes. Old people or people with experience telling young people or people. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Without experience, what's going to happen doesn't really go over very well. You know, it just until you're is, the old person. It's so true. This is, I, I liken it to this, and I, I know you've had this experience, Elizabeth, when you are in a in a tight space with your kids, meaning like you're in one of those difficult mm-hmm. parenting moments, mm-hmm. and you say something about it, and somebody who's a little farther down the road says to you, well, just wait until X, Y, or Z. Yeah. I, what I always want to say is that's so not helpful to me right I now. Know. That's just another version of whataboutism. Yeah, because really, what I'm like, like I'm in it I'm in this right now and mm-hmm. I'm feeling this pain right now. Please don't tell me about what horrible, terrible pain is in front of me. Right. right. Always <laughs> thinking about how or when or if you're gonna have it so much worse does not, not help helpful. you. In the or moment, just but, be grateful you didn't get hit by a car yeah, this morning. Right, exactly. Oh, but okay, this perspective thanks. about a breakup, I just think is so great. Like, because what it does when he says it'll go from being a book of my life yeah. to becoming a chapter to a paragraph to a line to a word to a doodle. What that does is that doesn't minimize the pain that you're in right now. It acknowledges that right now it feels like a big part of the pain while also offering hope that in the future, as you progress in your life, it will feel you'll still feel it and you'll remember it, mm-hmm. but it will feel less and less as much of an impact. I, I just, without so, minimizing how you are in this moment, he said, it's an experience that you either learn from or make excuses about. You take some responsibility for it, hold yourself accountable for what you do, and then also endeavor to learn something beyond the obvious from it. And this isn't just a breakup, you too. I mean, they have two kids together, a seven-year-old and a four-and-a-half-year-old. Right. So there's a, there's a continued relationship there that you don't have you don't have to stick to if you don't have children together. This just sounds like a person who's been through this situation before and has some perspective going into it, right? You yeah. know, mm-hmm. that, that they've left a relationship because they know, or at least uh, has been through enough life experience to know that, you know, the things that seem big right now won't seem that big tomorrow. And a little further down the road, you're just like, why did I ever worry yeah. that much about this? Like how true that is. Oy, it's so true. It's a good reminder for all of us. Namaste. It totally mm-hmm. is. Ted Lasso uh, season two premieres July 23rd oh, on Apple TV+. Plus. So that's why he's doing these interviews. <laughs> that's why he was asked the question. You yeah. know. Precisely. He's asked the question because of it. Um, Demi Lovato posted uh, a poignant Instagram post, I thought. And... She, see, I just did it. Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. who came out as non-binary, they. identifies as non-binary, mm-hmm. and so would, re, would prefer to be referred to as they, said, if you misgender me, that's okay. I accidentally misgender myself sometimes. It's a huge transition oh. to change the pronouns I've used for myself my entire life, and it's difficult to remember sometimes. As long as you keep trying to respect my truth, and as long as I remember my truth, the shift will come naturally. I'm just grateful for your effort in trying to remember what means so much to my healing process. I love that because I do think, uh, you know, there it can be difficult for everybody to kind of reorient, mm-hmm. you know, and to have grace in that. Um, meaning, you know, even for those of us who are not Demi Lovato, um, we've all made the mistake 
every single one of us oh, yeah. has, has made that mistake. Yeah. And to not to know that there's that as long as we continue to try, right, there's grace for it. Um, is just sort of a, a a nice space for us all to yeah. and then to you be have in. the added I Which, mean, frankly you have the added pressure of that using they as a singular has been um like beaten into as grammatically incorrect for your whole life so that's also a difficult hill to climb right. like it really go you know if you've tried to be a grammar police you're right. like oh my gosh I got I also I also just think it's encouraging that you know, with stories like this or opportunities like this, experiences like this, the majority of reaction seems to be of this variety. Like, oh, if somebody misgenders someone, oops, um, you know, I'm going to do better. Like there's mm-hmm. an acknowledgement yeah. that like this is a process. And that's the reaction I see for the most part. Literally like a couple people, um, you know, that I can think of who don't want to do that. Like, but it's 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 happened. I'm. Uh, heartened to know that the majority of people's right. response to this experience is like, oh, I want to do better. Oh, right. I want to learn. Right. Um, not like, oh, I'm going to be a fuddy-duddy and stick in the mud and not change. And somebody else is just going to have to move around me because I'm not moving. Yeah. I'm sure there are plenty of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are. <laughs> oh, there are. There are. But, it is, um, but like I think as a, as a person who who wants to be respectful of other people's identities... I um I appreciate that grace because I feel like what will happen I worry what will happen is that people get afraid to connect with those who are non-binary because they are afraid of making a mistake in front mm, of them. Sure. And so right. it's like ah uh, if I just don't talk to that person then I won't have to worry about screwing up. And I don't think that's the world we want to live in, no. you know? And I think we've kind of seen that even with racial injustice issues like I just want to make sure that we're always in this place of having conversations even at the risk, just going into it, knowing it's like when you go into being a parent, you know that they're going to talk about you in therapy someday. Like, you know, you're going to mess up. <laughs> you true. just, but that doesn't mean that that fear shouldn't prevent us from having those types of connections. I don't know why this dirt alert got so it deep. Was beautiful. You did. Oh, I Thank you. I can't, that's Thank all the you. Like, I have to share. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. <laughs> go get shallow on your own show. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to po- solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Bradley's going to bring them to us. Grant, guess what? You're up. You're going to help me solve them. Oh, lucky you. Yes. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Yeah, that's my name. And uh, we are going to solve these pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items that Bradley has selected for us. Mm. Grant, you're on. All right. And Grant and I are going to solve them. Guys, crazydaysandnights.net is the source for all these juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. You guys got to figure out the news. Yeah. Some of these are going to be, it's so obvious. Some of these, maybe not so obvious. You guys at home can play the home <laughs> game. So, all right, kids, here's uh, the first one. Our favorite foreign born. Oh, wait, nope. That's the absolute wrong one. We will try again. Let's try it over. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where did that one go? Okay, hold on. Uh, that's not what I was going to do. So hold We will on. patiently wait. We'll start here. Okay. This part-time reality star who only dates barely legal women showed friends naked photos of the <gasps> A-plus list TikTok star who's barely out of her teens. 
he calls them his retirement account. Oh. Okay, so this is Scott, Scott Disick. Yeah. I knew that. Yes. yes. And then who's the Tiki Talk star? Um, I'm going to say, is that Addison Ray? Ding, ding! Oh, wow. Ding! Nice job. Gross. I just know she's been hanging out with Courtney mm-hmm. a lot, so that makes sense. Ooh. All right, so but it's uh, also gross. Just to Very reiterate, much. Scott Disick showed friends naked photos of Addison Ray, who's barely out of her teens. He calls them his retirement account. Oh my gosh, gross! That's <laughs> nasty. Wrong with his retirement guy. account. That's nasty. Like, wait, wait, what is he saying? That's he makes nasty. money off of them? No, he will. Like, d- don't worry; these photos are going to come out, and I'm going to make a lot uh, of money off them. There it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, gross. Gross. even worse. It's not just a creep. He's a. F- I just thought he was being, yeah, like he's, a creeper. Yeah, well, but I mean, he's, being he's like, a creeper I mean, he's for still, having he's a, them. He's just creepier than I thought. But yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna make them. money off of Ooh, them. Okay, okay. <laughs> you do another one. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yes. More juicy bits of gossip for you kids to figure out. This one, uh, I think you'll be just fine. Here we go. There have been boyfriends in the past. This one's confirmed, by the way. And now, some of these confirmed ones you might have done while I was gone. Mm -hmm. It's okay. But uh, the good news is we now have confirmation. There have been boyfriends in the past where the permanent A-list singer, air quotes, didn't know they were being paid as an employee. Mm -hmm. I hope she doesn't think the current one is in love other than in love with her money. Oof. Grant, do you know this one? Oh, no. You probably do, don't you? Yeah. Oh, come on, Grant. Oh, you can do this. I know you can. So, A-list was, was a singer. Singer in quotes, meaning she yeah. isn't a great singer. <laughs> we used to talk about her, like, lip-syncing everything. And, yeah. oh, by the way, we've been talking about Is this about Mariah her. Carey? No. Okay. It's someone who we've been talking about a lot. Who for like, whom a lot of people are interested in her money almost every well, day. So Britney Spears, yes. yes. Oh, I, okay, I thought yes. that, but I, was, I didn't know she was so, lip syncing all the time. No, we just. So then, who oh, is yeah. the boyfriend? Sam Asghari. That, Sam Asghari. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Oh. So Britney Spears, uh, in the past, or I should say, there have been boyfriends in the past where Britney Spears didn't know they were being paid as an employee. I hope Britney doesn't think Sam Asghari is in love with her for anything other than. Her money. Her money. You know, it's interesting because I've wondered about this only because he was he was really outspoken uh, around her speaking at her conservatorship hearing. And I we've always thought he probably was on the payroll. <laughs> and he said some stuff about Jamie Spears, which makes me feel like he's hedging his bets. Oh. Like, right? Because he might be on the payroll. Yeah, and we've talked about this. I mean, he's definitely hedging his bets and going towards her because ever since he called um, Jamie Spears a D to the I to the Mm -hmm. rest of those letters, Mm -hmm. it's clear that, um, yeah, he thinks that his best bet is to stick close to her. And that when she's freed from the conservatorship, she'll... She'll be signing checks again. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was with you guys originally when they were kind of being rumored together and you Mm -hmm. guys thought that was not like a legitimate relationship. Am I correct on that? Oh, yeah. I mean, always. No, we've always thought that he was probably on the payroll. We're always correct, Grant. Grant. Keep thinking that. That's true. Now you've learned. (laughs) Should we do another one? Let's Let's do do it. it. All right. Again, juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. These all come from crazydaysandnights.net if you want to play the home game. 
Uh, let's see how we do. Oh, we got plenty of time and we got plenty of blind yes. items. So we're going to go over to this one, which is also confirmed. That means that the writer of the blind item has said this is, yes, who I'm talking about. Mm. That usually happens days or weeks after. Okay, sometimes years. Quote, what those newly released texts didn't show is how often the A-plus list mostly movie actor cheats on his wife. And now we know why. And this blind item, I think, came out originally uh, earlier this month. Okay. A-plus list, mostly movie actor, cheats on his wife, yep. and there were newly released texts. Mm-hmm. Do we know? Did we talk about I them? didn't know about them, but it could be because, uh, and I want to look at the date on this. I think I was probably not paying attention. No, because okay. it was on the 3rd of July. Okay. Um, so newly released text did not show, although they showed some other stuff, <sighs> but they did not show how often the A-plus list mostly movie actor cheats on his wife. Okay. But now we know oh. why he cheated on his wife. Oh, is it Tom Hanks? It is. How do you know? <gasps> How did you figure that out? Whoa. I thought I was joking. No. No. I'm mad. What's going on here? Yes, it is Tom and Rita Hanks. Oh, wow. Do you know why? No. No. Okay. I'm kind of sad. I know. I'm still dealing with my emotions. (laughs) Yes. How about you're kidding? uh, What those newly released released text did not show is how often the A plus or how often Tom Hanks cheats on Rita Wilson, but now we know why he cheats on okay, her. Okay, but why? Okay, so <laughs> there's a story going all the way back to the 3rd of July, wherein Chet Hanks, mm-hmm. ex-girlfriend Kiana Parker, released some shocking text messages <gasps> about that alleged physical altercation in New Orleans, which also included wild claims about Tom Hanks. And in this particular text uh, stream... He says, that is, she alleges this text says that Chet Hanks says, quote, I watched my mom demean and control my dad for my entire life. He just sat there and took it when I feel like I'm not being respected. Basically, he's saying like, so the way the reason I'm a D-bag is because I saw my My mom mom treat my dad like a D-bag. So the implication is. Uh, the text didn't talk about him cheating on Rita mm-hmm. Wilson, but now we know why he might have been cheating on her. Interesting. Wow, what a little spin there. I am dealing with some emotions right now, but we do know, because there have been uh, rumors before, and I'm going to get her name wrong, that, that he was cheating with that actress, Jennifer Jennifer Goodwin. Good, good, Goodwin? Am sure. I making that I up? I don't know. Short hair. We've talked about it before because uh, NT Lawyer has talked about it. Um, they were in a movie together. And, okay, why am I getting... Is it Jennifer or Jennifer? It's Jennifer, Jennifer Goodwin G- and Tom Hanks yeah. from uh, yeah. a movie. Yeah, so they were in a movie together. And there are pictures of the two of them on the red carpet. And they look, you know, a little bit cozy. But, like, not anything we've never seen before in terms of how actors sort of interact with each other. But the rumors were that at that time he was um, well enjoying her company off the camera. Also, I mean, anti-lawyer has done other blind items about this idea of him uh, cheating on 
on Rita Wilson oh, over the wow. years. So this is hard. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm sorry. This is part of what happens, Grant, when you spend any time but with the Colleen and Bradley show. We crash Grant, all of your dreams. Grant, oh. here's here's the thing. Yeah. It's life, man. It's true. It's always more complicated. We fall down, we gotta get right back up. Do you wanna do another one? Yeah, let's get right back up in the form of another blind item. Yes. Yes. Blinded by the item. Okay. I think Colleen will get this. Grant, you might need some help. But, Questionable. <laughs> but, you know, you. this is your training ground. This, this is your moment this is to like, learn. Yep. You're going to like learn and then you're going to pass it along. Okay, here's the blind item. Juicy bit of gossip. Mm. I know the foreign-born former A-plus list boy bander knows better. He had a crash course in fake with the A-plus list singer. It's I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Feels as if he's trying to sabotage the actress-director he is dating. He had his significant other with him when the uh, paparazzi photos were taken. Uh-huh. Did I get it? I don't know. Did you say it? I think I did. Is it, is it Harry Styles? Whoa! Yes! Ding, ding! Uh-huh. Okay, and then who's the uh, A-plus a plus list singer that he had his crash course with? Mm, that one I don't I know. I can help so you So basically they're saying like the crash course in publication shipping. Was with Taylor Swift. Oh, yes. The original mm-hmm. breakup song. Yes. There we go. The and then, of course, who's the actress director he's trying to sabotage? Olivia Wilde. Good yes. job! You got there. Yes, you have been initiated. Welcome. Okay, so to wrap it up then, I know Harry Styles knows better. He had a crash course in fake with Taylor Swift. It feels like he's trying to sabotage Olivia Wilde. He had his significant other with him when the paparazzi photos were taken. Mm. And we just talked about those photos yesterday. Yeah, they're on a yacht together. On a yacht Yes, yes they're but now yachting. I want to go back and find his significant other. Right, me too. I wonder if the um, if the significant other is in those photos. Anyway, do that at the at your leisure. Yes, everybody play the home game. Great job, Grant. Thank you. Great Thank you for the delicious kids. blind items, oh, Bradley. Anytime, and anytime. when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Zach Efron uh, is mm. being accused of a crime, and that crime mm. is breaking his Holding grandfather out of oh. the home. Yes. Okay. We'll tell you about it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. It has been a hot moment since we spoke of Zach Efron, mm-hmm. since we have seen Zach Efron. All moments are hot when we talk about Zach Efron. Hey-yo. How true that is. So what was, I mean, can you just, there isn't a correct answer to this, but I, I have my answer. Like, what was the last thing we talked about when it came to Zach Efron? I mean, it was him breaking up with uh, Vanessa Valadares, who, by the way, I was following still on Instagram and I unfollowed her over the holiday, uh, my holiday break. That's a big step. Because I was, she was like posting her high fashion stuff and I was like, oh, I forgot I don't care anymore because you're no longer in (laughs) your fake relationship with Zac Efron. (laughs) How true that is. So that's my uh, specific recollection of the last time we spoke of 
Mr. Efron. Because last we heard, they were in Byron Bay. He was in a relationship with her, and then he had to go do some filming. And he was like, deuces, I'm out. And she was like, okay. And then that was the end of the relationship. Zach Efron sort of notoriously, our boyfriend, Zach Efron, let's call him by his given yeah, name, mean, our boyfriend. Yeah, he has Zac no Efron. choice in the matter. But no, <laughs> he doesn't even know it. We created a whole month for him once upon a time called Zachtober. It's true. And we went on a hunt for him and we got a <laughs> Instagram or was uh, it, it was a Twitter? Twitter a, yeah. A tweet. Yeah. Emoji response. He, he emoji nice. us back. But then that was the end of our relationship. It was very awkward. But you had one. Uh, not really. I mean, he again, it's it's one of those unrequited relationships where we love him and he doesn't know we exist. That's OK, though. But thank you. That's what we do best. <laughs> anyway, so Zach is so like, you know, he's not. No, he notoriously is pretty private. Right. Like we only yeah, know we about his relationship. Yeah. Do we? No. Well, he. this is why I wanted to bring this up, because we got like a glimpse into Zac Efron's life by virtue of the fact that he and his brother Dylan, yeah. who I think Dylan is like more, a little bit more um, out there and like in front of the, I don't know, camera in front oh, of social sure. media. Yeah, because he's not at the level of celebrity that Zac is. So like every time Zac, like shows up in public the world uh i mean a certain part of the world a very significant part of the world pays mm-hmm. attention in a way that they won't when dylan efron dylan's also a little bit younger so he's yeah. a little bit more of the you know like the unpredictable younger brother yeah. well the two of them decided to bust gramps out of the home and they made this hilarious instagram video uh it was it's it sort of has a um Mission Impossible theme. It's Literally, adorable. it's to the Mission Impossible theme. Um, where the two of them like enter into the home and they pretend to s- take like a card to swipe into his grandpa's room. And then they open up the door and grandpa's sitting there with his old man hat on in his wheelchair. And he's like, let's get out of here. And then they get him in the car. They get him a Coca-Cola. They go home. They watch a soccer game. Uh, and at the end of it, the cutest part is when Zac Efron basically says, my grandpa's a better actor than I am. <laughs> but I just sort of loved watching this because it felt like such a nice little slice of his life yeah. in a way that he doesn't usually share things with us and i feel like we're owed it my god you were moved i actually <laughs> was because i felt like this was like okay nope now i'm gonna start to sound crazy um that ship i felt like it was sailed. for us i felt like it was like oh yeah it was totally for us <laughs> like it was no like it's adorable i mean a it's a bone it's definitely uh, an adorable view i will also say the thing i appreciated about this video because we haven't seen anything out of him recently and i don't know if this is like an indication that there's some stuff coming around i think his brother is very much into like film production yeah and does a lot of filming for um or at least is a part of the process for like his Netflix special, right? It's on Netflix. I think so. Um, and so, yeah, Zach's Netflix special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, I think, um, you know, he's probably the genius behind this. Like, hey, what if we did this yeah. cute little video? And uh, but the thing I appreciated about it was he lo- he actually looks normal. Okay, like Wait, he doesn't Zach? look. Yeah, yes, he I was going to say the same thing. He doesn't look um, like overdone, like super swole, like on you know all of the. You know, mm-hmm. supplements like he actually looks like a normal Zac Efron. Yeah. And his facial hair isn't like weird yep. or like his hair is weird. Like he's had some awkward moments. Yeah. And so it's just nice to see him looking normal and like happy. Yeah. 
Listen, that's all we want on the Colleen and Bradley that's show is for our boyfriend to be happy. <laughs> um, it's very sweet. Well, and he's got almost 7 million likes on yeah, it. Yeah, because again, you feel like you know well, him in this. I know it sounds ridiculous, but so much of his social media is like keeping you at arm's length. It's like curated, trying to show you a version of him. And this is like the first time you've really seen his personality. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I love it. Right? I think it's great that he did it. We even tried to do it back at the end of the pandemic with Lily's grandma because uh-huh. she was fully vaccinated and they still oh. weren't letting her leave her place. Uh-huh. So like you tried to break out? No. So we, what we did, we got her out the back door. We took her to lunch and nice. brought her back in. But it was, she had been fully vaccinated and, yeah. you know, and they were like, you can't leave. And we're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah. We'll like, she's paying to be you. here, so it's not going to happen. But. I mean, it well, is. It's, it's totally it's a, it's relatable. A re- it's a relatable situation. Yeah. Well, that's exactly. what I was going to say. That's the other piece of it is that it's so relatable. So many people have been separated from their loved ones uh, for such a long time because we've been going through this pandemic. And uh, so you certainly can relate to um, two young men who love their grandpa wanting to spend some time with him. Well, and again, um, to to go deep in the shallow, as we like to do and mm-hmm. look about uh, what's really going on, I would think that this is probably, you know, he's probably getting to a point in the filming of, because I'm assuming this is where, yep. or close to where he's filming Firestarter, mm-hmm. um, which is why he's in the U.S. again, right? Because mm-hmm. this has to be in the U.S. I think I'm you're assuming. right. Anyway, um, I, I imagine we'll probably start to hear and see some things about that. Which I'm looking forward to, um, because... When I see Zac Efron, mm-hmm. I feel a little fire starting oh, hey. within me. Hey. <laughs> By the way, if you have not taken the moment to scroll through his Instagram lately, oof. <laughs> oof. Well, <laughs> him so. bungee jumping with his brother. Sure. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Him mm-hmm. uh, shirtless, shirtless in a sauna. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I'm Bye. here for it. We've got. Uh, Stuff yeah, we'll we're going to be scrolling for a minute. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your favorite simple pleasure? Ooh, 651-641-1071. Right? We'll take your calls after this. <laughs>